Hello, everyone, and welcome to this edition of Midweek's Topic, or I should say Wednesday's Topic. What's everything going on? I am your host, Alexander Mars, and today I want to talk about uh, some tips about help, helping people uh, who have ADHD or slash ADD like I do about when they want to clean and try to get organized. I want to talk about that for a few minutes today and being helpful. So, yeah, that's what I'm going to talk about for a few minutes. I'm not going to have a super... I know every time I say I'm not going to have a super long episode, it turns out to be a really super long episode. But I'm going to try to keep this within 15 to 20 minutes, basically. Because for one, I'm not feeling the greatest right now. And for two, I have things I need to do. And three... Just want to just talk for a few minutes. So, anyway, that's what I'm planning on doing. And so, here we go. All right. So, earlier this week, I was, uh, I'm in the process of reorganizing my room, my closet, different areas that I've kind of let go a little bit because I've not been feeling well. Not only with anemia, I've just been letting other things go and just doing what I need to do, which basically is, means I've been in survival mode. And so now when I have energy or just feel like I can do certain things, I want to get some things done. And so I've been working on it. And so that got me um, thinking about some of my experiences I've had in the past when I've asked people for help. And how they've made me feel, whether they meant to or it was just one of those things that they didn't realize how I was, I was taking it. So I want to discuss that today. So this got me thinking. Like I said um, earlier this week, I had I had tons of I had tons of energy energy on Monday, and I decided to clean out my closet. And that was an all-day process, which I, I, I knew that because I knew what I wanted to do. I started working on it around 9, pulled stuff out, looking at it, um, went out for breakfast for Valentine's Day, and that's, <laughs> and then came back, that's basically what I did for the rest of the day. I didn't stop working until probably till the evening probably around six or seven and I was taking breaks and I would work for about 15 and 30 minutes and I would take a break for 20 minutes I would take one of my because I had to watch it not pushing my body but that was what my body required and that's what I did and I got a lot done so I'm really proud of myself and now I've got a reorganized closet and I can use my closet the way I'm supposed to use my closet so there you go so I'm really happy about that and you're probably thinking well that should be being used in a closet like a closet is supposed to be the goal well yeah but when you have a hard time making decisions it can be really hard to to keep going and that so for one so what i want to talk about if you're having somebody and i'm going to say adhd which i mean for also add so, like, if you're helping with someone that has ADHD and they want to get a certain thing organized, 
so here here's here's what I would here's my tip for one make sure they understand the time issue what they're they're committing this is not going to be like a 20 minute cleanup where it's going to be done in 20 minutes this could be an all-day process which I knew from from what I want to do with my closet for me it would be an all-day process which it was um if I didn't have to take as many breaks, it probably would, it had probably been an afternoon project. But with my health, the way it was, it was an all-day project. So I knew that. So make sure the person you're working with understands it's going to be an all-day. It's gonna it's gonna take longer than they think. Is is my is my tip. Tip number two. Make sure they understand when, when you start to reorganize and clean and just want to get rid of stuff that you're going to make a mess. You're, the mess that they're already in, maybe they're like, they've got clutter around them and now you're adding, taking out more clutter and adding to the clutter. You need to prepare them for that. Um, I think most people don't understand that sometimes when you clean, you have to make a mess in order to 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 put in that system so three so my tip for number my tip for number three is make sure that you understand what they want to accomplish make sure they understand what they want to accomplish within their space make sure if if they want a clutter-free desk make sure every item that they use that they need to use on a daily basis is when is in is in reach easy access and then put things that they don't need or don't need to get out as much in a different location or a different area within whatever make sure they understand make sure that you understand their purpose and make sure they understand their purpose because that was one of the things that when i was trying to figure out all this was just like get my room cleaned and or get things organized again and then everything would just go kapooey so that was the thing so it was okay so tip number four is to make four piles uh four piles would mean one for trash two for stuff to donate thing three uh the third pile would be things to keep that you want to put in a different location, whatever. And the fourth pile, and you're probably wondering what the fourth pile is, because I ran into this because I made a fourth pile on Monday. The fourth pile would be, is, I don't know pile. Yes, you heard me right. I don't know. You normally hear organizers say, well, you need three piles. Well, sometimes with a person with ADHD, we need the fourth pile. Because sometimes we run across things that we don't know what to do with you might the person on the outside will go yeah well it needs to go here or you need to put it in the trash or you just need to donate this item because you've not seen it for 10 years okay outside looking in you may think it's an easy solution which it most cases which it is but with so much going on in the add mind the add mind and the cleaning process can get very easily overwhelmed can get tired, can get frustrated, and doesn't understand why the per has so much stuff and all the 
the the thoughts going inside the mind that you can't see what's going inside the person is acting up. And so this is why you just need to put it, I don't know, pile. And go, we'll just deal with it later. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, you may... And you may think, well, that's kind of a hindrance, but here's the thing. This is what normally would happen to me when I was in the midst of cleaning or something. I would come across some stuff I didn't know what to do with. And I was, like, made forced to make a decision. It didn't happen. For one, I either had a meltdown inside or outside. And I do have meltdowns sometimes inside my brain. Or I had a meltdown... Where I got mad and <laughs> that doesn't help. The situation when somebody's helping you. Four, no, that was three. Three, or I would just start, um, honestly, shutting down. I would just start, I'm done. I'm done with the process. I don't care. I'm just done. I'm tired, you know. You're, you're, you're forcing me to make a decision that I, that my brain right now cannot process I'm shutting down, and you know, this is when things get hairy between friends or family or whatever. And I think people who are helping with somebody that has ADHD needs to, like, yeah, back off. Because what will happen is, because the frustration's building, you know, for me, I'll tell you, like, during this process, the frustration's building is like, why didn't, you know, I'm questioning myself in my mind, why did I let things get this bad, blah, blah, blah this and that and I'm like going through all these questions is like why and blaming you know I shouldn't be like this way this is not normal whatever and these processes are going through my mind whether I'm verbalizing it to the outside world or not this is what's going on in my mind and that's what I'm battling and I'm like wanting to wanting a clean room or wanting you know function back within my living area and and so, you know, but the person on the outside that's helping me doesn't see what's going on in the inside and yet adding the pressure of, like, we need to make a decision right now. This needs to be done. This goes here, here, or here. And it's just like, I don't know. And I'm like, you know, people get frustrated and go, well, you mean you don't know. I'm like, well, it's your stuff. I'm like, yeah, it's my stuff, but I don't know. I don't know, you know. <laughs> it's like, it's really frustrating so yeah that's why I say and that's when you look at it and you just put things now here's a rule that I have for me I don't know I don't let I don't let I don't know pile get way big now I don't know pile starts getting has more stuff than the other three piles then you need to stop what you're doing and go through the stuff I don't know pile <laughs> You, you, you need to have a hard look at it and go, and why am I not processing, making decisions that I need to make? Or, or help the person go, look, you've got a huge pile, I don't know, pile, and we need to start sorting through this. Because some of this can be trashed, some of this can be donated. And this is where you can start asking the person, you know, like, look, this is broke. Or this doesn't look good. This cannot be used if it's, a, you know, like a clothes, like a shoe, shoes or clothes. Maybe it can no longer be donated and this needs to go somewhere else, like trash. Or maybe to um, a bin where they recycle old clothes and shoes. 
you know, that sort of thing. And, you know, or maybe you have things. So, I mean, you have to start looking. So, if the, so my so my advice is, if I don't know a pile starts getting bigger than the other three piles, then you have. Then you take time and stop what you're doing and go through that. Because you're also helping the person train their mind to look at stuff and going, yeah. So, too. So, that was number four, I believe. So, okay, number five. Do not question someone who wants to give up something. Especially if they really liked it or whatever. If someone says that they're ready to give something up that you know that they really like for whatever reason, don't question it. I've had people go, are you really sure you want to give up that item because you really like this? I'm like, yeah. Um, I, I, I've had that and I always get really mad at that or, or they'll say, well, or you may not, you may need this in the future sometime. I hate when people tell me that. Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't sabotage it because you know what happens is when, when I was ready to depart an item or I felt like. I no longer like the item or no longer it felt it no longer fit in with my decor say it's a knickknack or something and somebody's like you really like this that you know that starts putting the question like I start questioning my own decision sometimes when it comes to stuff because I'm just trying to downsize and you're now questioning I'm downsizing now you're questioning me it's like no and then it's, it puts in the negative feedback loop later on when I'm by myself when I see things that I want to go through by myself and going yeah don't do that don't work um support the person that's what you're there for support them and go okay trust them because that's telling me sometimes when people start questioning my decisions about why i want to give up certain things or donate certain things that starts you know you start putting doubt in you know it's like first you doubt my process and now you're not trusting me on my decisions that i want to make you know so that's not always good. So that's another thing I would I would say don't 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 do that. <laughs> um, I would say I would say six is to make sure they understand um, the system that they're trying to create. That make sure they understand like the laundry basket goes here in the closet. And that's where your dirty clothes go, or trash. You know, have them start. You know, like doing stuff because the one of the things I found that through I just realized this recently and I mean this was like an aha moment I never really learned how to maintain an area or keep stuff from being cluttered I never knew I, I never had those skills and you may be like well, how can you long story look you so I'll tell you to be honest I've had I've had Ari most of my life I'm dyslexic I didn't find out I've been I was diagnosed in my 20s with ADD I didn't accept that diagnosis until about it's 12 years ago 
And I need to discuss that one because that one was pretty, like, oh, my word. Um, so I never really understood how my brain, how my brain functioned or why I did certain things or why when I got stressed out, I did certain things. And so I started understanding what ADD was and started reading articles and going, yeah, that's totally me at times. And how to combat ADD. So one of the things that the ADD, well, first thing, I know I was saying ADHD, but I'm going back to ADD now. For me, ADD has always impacted my ability to keep things neat and tidy and organized. I don't know why, it just does. So I've been thinking about this the last couple of days. I've been in situations where I asked for help and I got shamed for it blackmailed I had I had a friend at one time was I wanted help to get get my room clean and she took a picture she took a camera and she took pictures and that was really embarrassing and basically told me well this is to keep from this happening again and I'm just like really you know what happened my room didn't stay clean it got worse within a few months it really did because it was just like instead of helping me to help me to maintain it. Now I have to say that the friend at that time she was a clean freak. She knew how to organize and keep pick up things, but it never it never dawned on her to like, well this is this is how you keep things clean. I mean this is simple stuff. It's like one you know two plus two equals four, but. In my mind, it just, it was just, it was, it was a mystery. I mean, I don't know. It was just really something. But, you know, this and that. And I would try, or, you know, I would try, and it was just some, but no one never really, really insisted this is maintenance this is what you do blah 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 you know unless I was in the system where you know where I was you know like in a hospital or something because I was you know where the system was like yeah this is what you do and this is what expected of you and this is what you do but you get out of that and you come back home and you don't have that system so how do you place that system within teaching yourself those skills and so that was really that was really a hard part. This is why people with ADHD and ADD really fly, really fly, really are successful in the military because they have that structure that they need. They their their day is planned out. They know what they need to do. Blah blah blah, and they can do it. And so when they get out of the military, they struggle because they don't have that. They don't have that structure anymore in their lives and they don't know how to make it for themselves and then the spouse or whoever is trying to figure out what they need to do <laughs> to help them like yeah so I really I really never had that you know and back like I said when when I was younger people didn't you know, ADHD was for boys. There was no such thing as ADD for girls. It didn't exist. You know, it was, I was considered lazy or they had to shame me or whatever. And it was just like, no, it doesn't work. 
And so that's another thing. That's what you don't do. You need to help them. You need to help the person that you're helping with figuring out what they want to do with that area, put a system in place, and then teach them this is what you do. This is why I talked about if you have children, you know, you need to start teaching those life skills, and maybe you teach those life skills one at a time. Maybe you can get, I don't know how fast your kid get to accept that warning, but, you know, you know your kid, and you start working on something that you just take, you pick out one thing, and you work on that, and then you build, and that's the process. Now, I didn't understand this of putting a system in place and, until I started uh, listening to a uh, fly lady and understanding baby steps and understanding the process of cleaning and having routines and routines include cleaning maintenance where you find a hot spot and you declutter for 15 minutes or you keep up the dishes clean or you make sure you have a spot for laundry or simple stuff I mean this is basic housekeeping 101 but for some reason the ADD you know the ADHD mind just can't sometimes comprehend that and it takes a lot of, of struggle to 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 do that and so and shaming is not I've known I've known other people who their symptoms are a whole lot worse and how they feel about things and so yeah it can create so yeah no shame help make sure they understand after once things are cleaned and things are put back in order you've brought order back they keep that order by putting things back in their place putting clothes dirty clothes in the hamper picking up trash putting things back in their place and that can that's how maintaining and that's it's simple things and sometimes an any brain doesn't want to do simple things just like oh yeah i'll just drop it there and i'll do it later no do it later is postponing and becomes clutter <laughs> you know it's training it's training it's training one's mind and one's body to put it this is my place this is where i have decided this where this particular item goes and that's where it's going to go so so yeah so that's those are my tips and i think those are would be really really good um really good to remember so anyway so so maybe now you're wondering well what if i'm a person with like me who has adhd or slash add what what are you what are my tips for for you well tip number one <laughs> what do you want to use your space for the other day was my closet i wanted to, <laughs> i my number one goal was to i wanted to use my hamper and quit having stuff blocking my closet door i wanted full access to my closet in which that means stuff that was blocking it, it needed to find a different place. Somewhere in the closet or somewhere else. Or if some of that meant I had to get rid of it. So what I did is I took everything out on that one side of the closet. And went through stuff. Put stuff in trash, put stuff in recycling, shredded stuff. I mean, it was... That's basically what I did. So that's my system. 
you know, like I said, tip number two, have four piles. Have one for trash, one for donate, one for keep, and another pile. I don't know pile because you may come across something that you're in the process of cleaning. Your mind just can't handle it. It goes in that pile. <laughs> you, you may know what you want to do with it, but you're just not ready. That part of you is not ready to let that decision to be made yet. And you just need to let it sit there and just think about it. Or just like, yeah. Or wait until you're rested and you're not focusing on other things because you don't want to get distracted. And this is another thing that, you know, us people with, you know, ADHD, we get easily distracted. And we can just stop dead in our tracks and let everything else go. And now you have a big mess that you're going to have to clean up later. Or you're going to let it sit there for how many days? <laughs> and you don't want that. So you... I don't know, pile. That's why I say, you know, three. My tip number three, make sure you take breaks. You you work for 15 to 30 minutes and you take a 10-minute break. If you need to use a timer, use a timer to train yourself to get back to work and not get distracted and on social media. Um, I'm to the point I don't need to do this anymore, but I've done this in the past. And sometimes if I really need to stay focused, I will still use a timer to this day. But I'm so used to it that I'm just like, yeah, I see what time it is. I go back to work. Also, too, give yourself a deadline that you want stuff back by a certain time. So so that, so you can, you know, use that space again. I had to put different things on my bed. And I have a rule when I put things on my bed, it's off by a certain time because I want to go to sleep. <laughs> I, I don't want things piling up on my bed. If it does not belong on my bed, it goes somewhere else. And sometimes if I don't have a place, it goes on the floor. But I'm, I'm, I'm away from that now too. But I don't put things on the floor as much as I used to. But... But that's my role. And so I was able, with stuff I took out of my closet, I was able to put it back. So that's my role. You know, I have a deadline. And I would say my next tip is don't be hard on yourself. Don't get into, like, why did I let this happen or blah, blah, blah. The thing about it you need to recognize is you're, you're realizing you have an issue, you have a pattern, and you fall back. And the only way to do this is to realize, yeah, I fall off, I get back on. And so maybe you need, maybe the original idea didn't work that you thought it would. And now, so this idea is better and you stay behind it. So you just enforce it. You know, you know, you see an old habit start back up and you go, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa and you get back, you just say, nope, I'm going back to what I wanted. And you stop and you let things get cluttered and you go through it. You know, and don't punish yourself. Just say, yeah, and understand what happened. And sometimes, you know, we have things that happen. We get sick. You know, right now I'm dealing with anemia and I'm dealing with some other things. And, you know, I feel tired. And so I, lately I've, I feel like lately I've been in survival mode. And so I've let certain things go. You know, or maybe maybe for you, maybe your, your schedule is over overpacked and you don't have time to keep you know your living space the way you want it and you let it go because you're just so busy doing other things maybe you need to say no to other things in your schedule and put and schedule cleaning 
Um, you know, maybe you need to put in a routine of stuff. Maybe you're in a habit of not putting stuff back where it goes once you're done using it. I mean, that's how clutter begins. I was thinking about that today when I was in the bathroom brushing my teeth. <clears throat> so, I mean, this is one of the things that you need to start thinking about how do I get into a routine and I think one thing I think the ADHD mind craves more than anything else is a routine and constant structure like yep this is what I gotta do this is what I gotta do next this is when I get up you know for me my morning is like I get up I take my medication and then I can eat because I have to wait for about an hour you know, and sometimes I've learned to use that hour, depending on what the day, you know, if I have to go somewhere in the morning or, or early afternoon, that I'll start getting ready and start doing the things that I need while I'm waiting in that hour. Some days, if I don't have to go anywhere, I just kind of relax, or sometimes I start doing my exercises. Or sometimes if I have a pile of laundry, you know, and I got the energy, I just go ahead and get that going. You know, that that hour is always different, but I have an hour where in the morning that is that I can't eat. So I can't get up and eat right away. Um, and then I eat and then I try to start my day. Sometimes I don't always do it. Sometimes it's always. But that is something I have learned and I have realized over the few, past few weeks that I need a morning routine. And something I need to know that I'm going to do so I can start, once I start feeling better, and then I can start doing the things that I need to do in the morning and get to different things. And so, why I'm not working on some of my other projects, why I'm working on my cleaning, is that way I can just, I want it to be routine, like I pick up things, this is where this goes, this is where this goes. Or if I need to clean something out, maybe I'll just take an afternoon process of cleaning things out but I I know what I want to do so yeah um I would say my next tip like I said is is putting things back you you if you say my toothbrush goes into the medicine cabinet that's where you that's where you take your toothbrush out that's where you put it back um, another thing, too, I found really helpful is in the in my medicine cabinet is where I have my toothbrush, my toothpaste, and my floss. Everything I use for my teeth in one particular area, that's where I know. That's where I see it, I grab it, and I use it. Um, and I, I don't know how this happened, but... One of the first things I, when I started to get rid of clutter and really focus, I focused it on the bathroom because the bathroom doesn't, my bathroom doesn't have a lot of space. And so I started, um, one of the, you know, one of the complaints was there's just too much stuff on the vanity and it was just like, cl I mean, cluttered. And then it would get put away and I didn't know where everything was. And so I decided that for my items, I wanted a place where I knew where they were at, that they were easy to reach, and that's where they go. And so I started doing this over time, and I would say, 
the 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 bathroom is pretty much cluttered fully. I mean, there's I mean, there's a few things on there. There's my inhalers because I need to have my inhalers in sight, or I don't forget. I'll forget to use them. That's just something that my that's just how my brain works. If I don't see certain things, I forget. And so my inhalers sit. Um, I've got a box of masks sitting on the vanity right now because I need a mask, and that's just really easy. But nothing where it is. It's really easy to keep clutter-free because things have a place. And if I don't get to put them back in their place, then the other person puts them back there for me and, and gives me the hint. No, you're, you're slacking. <laughs> That's the cue that I'm kind of slacking. And so, yeah. And so that really helps having and so I've learned those skills keeping the bathroom pretty well good and now I'm like I want to take those skills and put them in other areas like my room and you know my bedroom and that's what I'm doing and I'm like really proud of myself what I did on on Monday about my closet it was not an easy thing but I did it and it looks looks pretty good and uh, I, I, I like the fact that I can walk in and I don't have to worry about hitting anything in my room. I don't have to, I, I have easy access getting to my closet, which that was one of my biggest priorities besides making sure I have no dirty clothes on my floor, but putting that. Um, so yeah, I'm like really happy and I'm really, and I'm really proud of myself. And so I'm planning just to, hone that in where clothes go dirty clothes go in the laundry and you're probably thinking well probably people who are used to well that's where they're supposed to go it's like yeah that's where they're supposed to go and that's where they're gonna go and so it's it's a process you know you know you get off the learning you know you it's a process it's baby steps like the fly lady said things are uh process you take baby steps you stop you just just jump back in where you left off you know you don't you don't criticize yourself you just you just do it you know and she talks about having routines like a bedtime routine a morning routine you know just where you do and then you work on stuff and like certain days you wash certain things I mean she has a schedule you don't have to follow it or you can make a certain schedule that fits what you need to do within a week you know like one day it's like i remember on her schedule i have to look at it like her schedule is like friday you clean out your purse that's another thing i need to do <laughs> you know friday is clean out your uh, purse day uh there's like one day i think it's tuesday or wednesday you pick up all you go through all old magazines catalogs newspapers whatever and that's the day you go through those and you put those wherever you need to put them you know you burn them or you uh you sweep them and stuff too but or you put them in the trash or you recycle them like i do um you know it's like those things it's 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 having it's making sure that you are cleaning while you're living like you're taking those few minutes of your day and just doing regular maintenance cleaning like washing your dishes doing a load of laundry 
making sure you put trash in trash bins and making sure you take the trash out to your actual trash bins outside or whatever you take your trash to. Um, those kind of steps. And you have routine, like, you take 15 minutes and maybe you clean out part of a drawer that you only got 15 minutes or 20 minutes and you leave it. You take out and you try to find what is trash, what is what you want to keep, what can you donate, you know, or like me or put, I don't know, a pile. <laughs> you know, those are the things. And I think for one, I think we live such a busy lifestyle that we just sometimes we want to just not want to clean or we just not want to organize. We don't want to put things in their places or find that place or we buy too much of stuff because we didn't know how much we had of stuff you know like like how many you know you buy another box of raisins because you forgot you had another box of raisins in the cabinet or in your pantry you know i don't think we you know how to, those are life skills i think we all need to to look at to know what we have and how much we have because i was also reading another book one reason why people have too much clutter in their homes is we don't understand when we don't have enough, when we have too much stuff. And sometimes we don't want to get rid of that stuff. Like we buy something for a container and we cram it full of stuff and we keep buying enough stuff and not realizing that we have reached our mat we have reached our maximum you know we have reached our limit of holding on to stuff or items and i can give you a perfect example of that so when i was cleaning out my room i have um, slipper socks and i had a whole bunch of them and and i didn't want to go through them that day and see what I want to get rid of and I need to go back through that and see but I went ahead and washed them all and I, I like I said that day I was doing laundry I was like I realized I need to do laundry I've got work done stuff and and so I had a container, and I was like, this, these are not all going to fit in this container that I want to put them back in my closet. And so I decided, well, I was going to roll them up, and it worked. Well, I had one too many, but I was able to put it in And I was, at this time, I was tired, and I did not want to, like, make a decision which pair is going to go in a Goodwill bag. But I know that I need to go back and do this and look pull it out and look at them again and see what I want to get rid of because I've got too many because I've got one extra pair in there and they're like all smushed and so I know I'm at my limit and so now I need to decide which pair do I wish to get rid of um that too and or if I want to keep it do I want to put it somewhere else that's another thing but but I know I'm at my limit so I know that I am not buying any more slipper socks because I'm at my limit and I'm not buying anymore unless something happens to a couple pair so I'm at my limit with slipper socks and I know this now because I'm at my limit because my container tells me 
So I'm not going out there and buying slipper socks. And I haven't bought slipper socks in years, so I'm not going. But I know now with with the area that I'm keeping them at, that I'm at my limit of, of slipper socks. So, and that's knowing, that's training my mind to understand I'm, right now I'm at my limit of doing this stuff. And I'm like, cool. And I was, I was very happy to see that my mind recognized that I'm at my limit, so that means no more slipper socks. So I was like, cool. I, I didn't have anybody to tell me this. Uh, it was just something I've been working on, and my mind just told me that that this storage container that I'm using is now at full capacity and then some. So I was like, cool. And, you know, it takes time. Now, I think if I was taught these uh, skills earlier in my life, would I have some of the issues I have now? No. I, I no. I think these are skills that I think uh, parents who have children with ADHD need to make sure that the child understands that your container is full. You can no longer get any more in here. You're, you're at full capacity. Um, stuff like that. You know, I talked about in my last podcast about I'm in a habit of picking up trash. <laughs> Putting trash, trash goes. <laughs> um... You know, I, I'm in the habit of, I've been training myself when I see trash, trash goes in the trash can. You know, and it's now really easy for me to point out and go, yeah, trash. I was thinking about this today because I opened up a bag. Uh, I like to eat croutons for a snack. And I ripped up in the bag and I put the the plastic part after you rip it open down on, on the table. And, and I didn't think about it. And I later on put the croutons back where they belong and then later on I saw oh yeah I didn't throw that right out I didn't throw the 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 tag the plastic thing that came off of the crouton bag away and so I picked it up and and I threw it away you know so it's those little things it's like when I come into my when I come into my room um I, I like Monday I saw trash it's mainly I knew different things that were like trash and so I threw that stuff in trash I have a wastebasket that's one of the things last year when I cleaned up my room too again I needed a wastebasket because I had so much odds that stuff that oh that was trash that was just collecting because it was not getting out to the regular, the main trash bin and I needed a I needed a waste basket for my room and so I uh, I bought one and I found one that was made in the United States of America which is really nice and I like the color and I bought that one and I'm really glad I did because now I just like put it in there and then and I I take a plastic bag and I put it in there and so when that plastic bag gets full I just take it out and to the main to the main to the kitchen trash and then put a new plastic bag in it works out really good and it's really nice having something in my room that when I see something that's trashed that can go in the wastebasket so that's another thing I would I would recommend is have a wastebasket <laughs> and use it that's what it's there for so 
yeah, like I said, the, these life skills are, are not really, are, are not taught, and I think people are so busy, and just having a routine, like I said, if you have a child, or you have a spouse, or you're having a roommate, or you know someone, people with ADHD crave routine, like, we, we need to know what's going to happen, like we get up, this is what expected of us, blah blah blah, and I think children even crave that even more than adults. And sometimes a child may like throw whatever, or have a meltdown, or just say something. But I think it's up to parents to you know like no, this is what's expected, and this is you need to go from this activity and to go to this activity and go to this activity and go yeah. Because those are the life skills that you need and also need to learn to put things away and just have a routine. You know, like, say you get up, your child eats a bowl of breakfast and needs to run off, wants the bowl and put the bowl in the dishwasher. You know, just certain things that, you know, that you expect your child to do and your child needs to learn how to do it. You know, and maybe if your maybe if your child is collecting too much items in his or her bedroom, then you need to go in there and just go. Yeah, we need to figure out what you want to get rid of. You know, stuff on the floor is unacceptable, and you may need to tell them. Yeah, what's this fire? If there's a fire, if you hurt yourself, you could you know, really fall and trip or make me fall and trip. You know, this is not. You know, look through stuff. You know, and and maybe and maybe like me or your child just needs to focus on one thing, and you need to decide what that one thing is until they master it, and you move on to something else. Or maybe it starts clicking with your child and go, yeah, I can do this. I can, you know, I I do this pretty well, and I could do. I should be able to do this in my room pretty well, or whatever. So I don't think there's enough talked about with um, disorganization with ADHD. I think that needs to be talked about because I think this really hinders a lot of people because people just like, people get overwhelmed making decisions and especially with ADHD, you get overwhelmed very easily sometimes and you just, you either have a meltdown or you just, you just shut down and go, I'm not dealing with it. <laughs> and then the mess just grows and grows and grows and grows. Um, Stuff like that. Now, probably the question is, does ADHD factor into hoarding? That's probably the biggest question I think so many people are probably wondering. And I've thought about this. And I actually have an article that I need to read because there is some link. I need to read this. But... Let me give you my personal opinion. Now, this may change after I do some research. Now, I have watched a lot of Hoarders episodes. Um, sometimes when I don't feel like I want to clean, I watch an episode of Hoarders and go, no. <laughs> and that really gets me going sometimes. And to watch an episode of Hoarders because it's like crazy. But so I watched quite a bit of them, and I've learned some things how to. And a lot of in a lot of the newer episodes, they talk about 
putting in the system and wondering if the person who has a hoarding disorder can keep up with the system of keeping it clean because they have to realize certain things why they wanted one of the mountain of of items around them whether that's a mixture of trash collecting or whatever they have some things inside of their minds that they have to work on and so that's why and so that's where i learned some of my techniques from is watching hoarders So my personal thing, I have wondered sometimes on episodes if some of the the people that they show did, some especially of the women had ADHD or ADD and didn't know it because how easily they shut down. But I think hoarding actually begins. I think there's care. I think there's people who have carers who have care oh, characteristics of of hoarding but they're not actually hoarders they just don't know what to do with stuff um i think the idea of hoarding really begins after a emotional trauma event happens in that person's life um that's what i think if you hear the sirens the sirens in the background there must be an accident somewhere Um, that's what I think. And, you know, some people I've watched on Hoarders, they had a perfect house. They knew how to keep everything clean. And then they had, they fell in the depression. They had, um, some traumatic, they had some type of traumatic event that just, they just started. And it just, it didn't happen overnight. And you, when you see hordes like that, it didn't happen overnight. This is the things building, and they just happen. And some people that had um, hoarding issues, you know, you listen to the children or you listen to them. They dealt with all this life for whatever reason. So I think it's a mixture. I also think for people who were struggling, who had struggled with um, hoarding issues, don't have. They didn't have the the organization skills or the ability to go, yeah, I see a mess, I need to clean it up kind of skills. Um, and then they had a traumatic event and it just went into overdrive. Or they didn't know that, they didn't understand that they have reached full capacity of something that they were collecting or something that they wanted. And that just didn't stop them and they just didn't know. And they also didn't know how to get rid of items that was another thing if you ever noticed on hoarders they don't know they don't want to let go of stuff unless you watch the episodes where they're just ready and they deal with the emotional trauma and ask themselves some of their hard questions but a lot of them don't really want to give to give up their belongings they want to hang on to them for whatever reason and so i think if you see these in yourself or or someone else that you need to start asking yourself the hard questions like why can't I see something that's just trash needs to go in trash you know um so yeah I I don't like I said I don't think ADHD doesn't lean into it I think what leads into massive cl clutter and not 
hoarding now, like you're hoarding to protect yourself from the outside world. And that's basically what hoarding is. You're, you're, you're protecting yourself from the outside world because you're afraid of getting hurt. And then clutter, like ADHD clutter, is just, I don't know what to do with it, basically. And so I go into pause mode and, and it just builds because I'm just too overwhelmed to deal with it. And there's not a system in place to help me to deal with my stuff. And so, and that's why. See, I got, I got inspired. I have to put this link in the video. But I watched a YouTube video. And there was a young woman. She had ADHD and COD. And she had clutter. I mean, her, her apartment was cluttered. And she hired a professional organizer to help. And then they went through the steps. And they were talking about the stuff. And one of the things that she said in the beginning when they went, when they did the walkthrough about different areas and talking about when, when the mind gets so overwhelmed, they can't make decisions about simple decisions that everything gets put on pause and then you don't come back to it and the clutter just keeps building and so this is what happens to her and i think she's and i think this this organizer who said this i think she was from like camp space or something like that and i got thinking about that and i think she i think she hit it very on. i think that's been part of my issue as i just had I easily get overwhelmed and and not having a way to deal with when I feel that way and it's just like eh. And so then I don't want to deal with it. I rather put it off. Or because I for one don't have a system to deal with it. Or two. You know, this is not having like when I'm trying to keep I'm not trying to keep the outside world out. It's just like no, I just I don't have a system. And I think this is a lot of issues that happen to people. I think people don't start out hoarding. I think some people who have issues, like I said, they have a traumatic event that turns the world upside down. And then they, because they don't want to deal with the world, they want to block out the world and they use items that, and they allow their house. I mean, you know, you see those typical whores. It don't happen overnight. And they don't get cleaned up overnight. Even though, and one thing I get frustrated with hoarders sometimes is they, they come in and they're like, well, we only got three days to do it. And I'm thinking, you got three days to clean a whole house that's filled up to almost to the ceiling. And you think in three days that person's going to really, yeah. I, I think sometimes when they go in there, they're, they're really unrealistic. Because I think the, the person who has... The mental issues of hoarding is in a place sometimes they can't uh, make on-spot decisions that they need to make. And then they're also dealing with, well, if they let some people do it, it's um, they're afraid of losing stuff. It, it's, it's a delicate situation, trust me. It, it, it is very delicate. And so, so you're asking me one of the reasons why do I think, no. Um, I, like I said, my issue is, is, um, I don't have a system. I'm putting the system in place and I'm also trying to learn those life skills. That way I have something to fall back on. 
um, because that's one thing I don't have. And also, too, well, another thing people don't realize is people with disabilities do have more cluttered homes because, for one, we don't feel well. Sometimes we don't feel like washing the pile of dishes. Yeah. By the way, I didn't get those dishes washed. <laughs> you know, sometimes we do have dishes laying around because we don't feel like washing them or we're tired or whatever is going on. Or we've let the laundry build up because we don't have the energy for it. Also, two people who have uh, disabilities are on low income and we don't always can't afford to get caregivers. Or sometimes you have, or if you do, are lucky enough or blessed enough to have a caregiver to come into your home. You only get them for so many hours and you sometimes need them to do other stuff. It's a mixture uh, of things. So and that's another reason. Um, I've come to the realization I have too much stuff and I want to downsize so that way if I have periods like now with my anemia or I have something else happen, I don't have to worry about stuff piling up. And that's also another reason why I want a system of where I put stuff. Like this is what happens to stuff. Stuff goes this this goes in these the four different categories, you know, and then if I have stuff in that the fourth category, I don't know pile then I need to work on that and f figuring out whether if I want to keep it, donate it, or put it in the trash. You know, so, so that's how I've been doing stuff. So, well, you know, like I said, I went over, <laughs> I'm going to quit saying how long I'm going to talk because it turns into a little longer. So anyway, I'm going to leave it here. Um, I got things I need to go do. Um, so, yeah, I hope this stuff is helpful and you, from both for the person that has ADHD and for the caregiver or trying to help somebody. I mean, to me, in the terms of a caregiver is, is you're trying to help your friend or your loved one to... To deal with some of these issues and to me that's part of a caregiver i mean just because you're not getting paid for it doesn't mean you're not a caregiver um you're me not most support so i hope this helps hearing someone talk about it because i don't think we don't talk about enough i think we want to shame somebody who has a cluttered house and we want to call them a hoarder because we've seen hoarders on tvs and go no that's not the issue whereas sometimes people just don't have those skills and they don't know how to put cleaning their house into routine or they're so overpacked they don't know how to say no and focus on their home. I think this is where a lot of this comes down to nowadays is people want to go do this and do that and do this and do that and then not realizing that they need to schedule in home time and take care of their home, keep maintenance on their home. So anyway, well, anyway... I'm going to let you guys go, and you can tell me what you think. You can you can uh, send me an email. You can go to my website, Alexander Myers, hit contact, fill it out, and tell me what you think. Or if you feel bold enough, you can send me an email directly to, to Alexander Myers, the writer, at, AOL, at AOL.com. I'd love to hear from you. You can also follow me on Twitter on AM Storytelling. I'm also on Facebook as well under Alexander Mars. Um, you can send me messages both on Twitter and Facebook. And I will catch you later. Cheers!